Howdy howdy, this is Lily from Mitcraft Game, and today we're going over the rulebook for Bites. This is a very short and sweet rulebook, so I'm really excited to get into it. Components. 1. 5 level anthill. 5 wooden ants. 50 regular food tokens. 10 apple. 10 grape. 10 bread. 10 cheese. 10 pepper. 10 special food tokens. 5 chocolate. 5 wine. 25 cards. 3 anthill. 7 special rule, 8 chocolate, 7 wine, 1 rule book, special tokens. None of these are used in your first game. 5 small food tokens, 1 for each type of regular food, 4 3D logs, 2 3D gold tokens, 1 merchant stand, 1 white wooden ant, plus 2 zebra stickers. Each ant has a matching food type. Purple ant is grape. Red ant is apple, brown ant is bread, yellow ant is cheese, and green ant is pepper. Double bites. Double bites is a longer version of bites with more ebb and flow. It is played with two sets of bite tokens. The setup is the same, but the trail of food is twice as long. Some of the rule cards are slightly different in double bites. These differences are noted on the cards. Ignore the text about double bites when playing the base game. You can order a second set of food tokens at bgt.life slash bites. Setup. A. Cards. The rules to bites are different each game. Choose one card from each of the four decks. Red, anthill. Brown, chocolate. White, wine. Blue, special rule. To determine the rules for this game, read them out loud and place them face up on the table. Return all other cards to the box. You will not use them. First game. If this is your first game of bites, use these cards. Antil, overachiever. Chocolate, doubler. Wine, collector. Special rule, minimalist. Next level bites. If this is not your first game of bites, then choose one card from each deck. Choose randomly or however you like. B, Antil. Assemble the Antil and place it on the table. C, Antil tokens. Place one of each of the five regular food tokens and place them in a stack by the anthill. When players move an ant onto the anthill, they will get to take a token of their choice from the stack. D trail. Mix the remaining 55 tokens and spread them into a path with one token following the next and ending at the anthill. The shape and direction of this path doesn't matter. It can wind around however you want. Just make sure there are no branches and no parts that cross over. During the game, tokens will be removed from the path and you may need to rearrange it to keep the order of the path clear. The setup should never allow a player to get a chocolate token on the very first turn of the game. E. Ants. Place all ants together at the beginning of the trail, the opposite end from the anthill. Gameplay. Pick a start player. On your turn, one. Select any ant and move it forward along the trail, stopping at the first food token that matches its color. Ants don't belong to any one player. Each player is free to move any ant on their turn. Two, then take the food token that is directly in front of or behind the ant you just moved. Keep that food token in front of you until the end of the game. Three, you may not take a food token with an ant on it. If there is an ant on a food token you are eligible to take, then you are eligible to take the next token in that direction 
that does not have an ant on top of it instead. Four, on your turn, you may also spend chocolate you have collected on previous turns to gain the special action as described on the chocolate card in play for this game. You may only take one chocolate action per turn. Five, if there are no matching food tokens to move an ant forward to, then you may move that ant onto the anthill instead. The anthill card dictates which level to place the ant on. When you move an ant onto the anthill, take a food token of your choice from the anthill token set aside at the start of the game. Six, play continues with the player to your left and proceeds around the table until all of the ants are on the anthill. Cards. The cards chosen at the beginning of the game define the rules for this game. The stars in the top right corner of the cards indicate the difficulty of playing with that rule. More stars is more difficult. Anthill describes where ants are placed on the anthill. Wine. Wine scores in different ways every game. Chocolate. Chocolate tokens do not score points, but provide players with a power. The card specifies when the token is used, before, after, or instead of your turn. Chocolate tokens can never be used on the same turn that you collect them. Special rule. A special game-changing rule to make every game unique. For card rule clarifications, visit bgt.life slash bytes cards. Scoring. When all ants have reached the anthill, the game is over. Players add up their points based on the tokens they've collected. Most points win. There is no tiebreaker. Each regular food token is worth points according to the level where its matching ant is standing. Wine tokens are worth points as described on the wine card. And that is the main rulebook for Bites. And because that was so short and sweet, I decided I'm going to also read the one card rules for the Bites expansion, Bites New Recipes. Components. 15 rule cards, 5 food cards, 1 beetle meeple, 5 tribute leaves, 1 magnifying glass, 1 bird, 1 bird token, and 12 recipe tiles. At the top of the card is the bird construction for the bird token. Expansion Overview. Bites New Recipes is the perfect way to add more flavor to your game. There are 15 fun ways to enhance play. Teleporting ants, a chocolate craving bird, a bossy beetle, and many more to discover. Food cards are added to replace the small food tokens from the base game. They should make it easier for rules cards that have hidden info like picky and spoiled food. Some cards allow ants to move into spaces that don't match their color. Two ants will never be on the same token. When moving ants, ignore all tiles that are already occupied. That's it. That's that's the whole rule card for the Bytes expansion. All right, so I'm on my own today, but I really, really adore Bytes. It is such a good game to play with basically anybody. It's really easy to understand, and it's kind of funny. It teaches you a little bit about stocks, which is strange to say out loud about a game with food and ants. But you take in this food not knowing the price that it's going to be at the end or how many victory points it's going to get you at the end. And then you have to manipulate the board position or push some ants ahead of others to make sure that the food that you've collected is the most valuable. And that's really the core mechanism of the game. 
Now, I will say I am an advocate for double bites. I prefer it over the base game because I just think the base game is really, really short. But if you're looking for a really, really short game, that works. But double bites allows you to have more momentum and be able to manipulate things more and things just a bit more dynamic, in my opinion. And you'll see as you play how some foods just get left by the wayside. And you can take that risk. You can say, okay, well, no one's taking type of food X. So maybe I want to take all of it and see if I can rush ahead to make that food the most points. But at the same time, people might see you doing that and be like, oh, I want to jump on that train or, oh, I'm going to push ahead my train and make sure that my food is worth more points and then their food is going to be zero points and they won't get anything from it. And that's kind of the fun of bites is that unknown and having to really pick what you want to go hard into or if you want to diversify. Although I have noticed that diversifying your food isn't necessarily going to get you the win because someone is going to go hard into one type of food and then make that food the best type of food. The other interesting thing about bites is that just because the ant has reached the anthill doesn't mean the food in that line is gone. So if you push one ant ahead really far, you can use the other ants to pick up that high value food. While there is the unknowns of the beginning, things become less and less unknown as time goes on, and then you have to take advantage of the positions of everything around the board. One other thing that I really love about Bites is the dynamicism of the rules. Having those four rule cards change every game really creates a different game every time. Now, with only the base box, you only have three... Is it three? Yeah, you have only the three anthill cards, and that can make the anthill feel a little more stagnant. However, New Recipes does add more anthill cards, which I think can give the anthill a bit more dynamicism. The special rules makes the game a bit more fun. The chocolate gives some really cool powers of going backwards or resetting things or who knows? And then the wine is always interesting. It can be complicated. It can be simple. There's just so many options with this game. Now, you also probably heard me mention in the components list the special tokens, such as the logs, the gold tokens, the merchant stands, the wooden ants, the zebra ants, the tribute leaves, the beetle meeple, the magnifying glass, and the bird. All of these are tokens associated with cards. So they come into the game when you use the associated card with them and they add just another layer. They throw a curveball at you and they make things just a little bit more interesting. The ability to kind of manipulate the game and add more and more and change in every game being pretty different is so unique. But that base core of the food chain and just getting to the anthill, I mean, even just playing with the first game bites cards is so fun. I uh, I played this with non-gamers, I played this with gamers, and I have had a blast every single time. So if it's not already apparent, I highly recommend Bites. And I think I'm out of breath, so I'm gonna call it there. If you want to hear more rule books, or if there's a specific rule book that you want to hear, make sure to leave me a comment on any of the reading rule book episodes on the MCG YouTube channel. Also, make sure to check out Makecraft Game for more content, and I'll catch you next time.